0: Yeah, so this is gentlemen, welcome back. It is April 26th, and this We're is episode sweet. 16, episode 2. Woo! Hot it is a special Thursday edition. I am breaking down the WWE greatest Rumble of all time ever, whatever have you. Whatever the title is, I'm about to break it down right now. I'm also going to get into some too fast, too furious topics of the day. And also going to get it couple of house cleaning things out of the way before I get into that, I also have a lot of other topics that I want to say, I'll talk about later, Braun, WWE thinking about making Braun the top man, stay tuned to my YouTube channel for that, Pentagon, Impact Wrestling tapings tonight, the show tonight, I'm going to talk about something from that coming tomorrow, so stay tuned from that, but, Let's get into the two fast, too furious topics of the day. Now, first, before I do that, I like to say that I am on Castbox. Yes, I am on Castbox. I've o- uploaded my recent episodes, all of my episodes, to Castbox. So if you want to listen to the podcast on Castbox, I will have the link listed on the YouTube channel and on a tweet that I sent out for this podcast. So now. Let's get into the two fast, two furious topics of the day. I'm going to put a minute and 30 seconds on the clock. First up, we're talking about Triple H's comments on the women not being able to participate in the Saudi Arabia Royal, Royal Rumble. So he said that Royal Rumble event, excuse me. He said that I understand that people are questioning, it, but you have to understand that every culture is different. And just because you don't agree with a certain aspect of it, it doesn't mean it's not a relevant culture. You can't dictate to a country or a religion about how they handle things, but having said that WWE is at the forefront of a women's evolution in the world, and what you can't do is affect change anywhere by staying away from it. He also said that they are working with Saudi Arabia to have the women on the card in future years. Now we're gonna start the clock right here look I understand that Triple H has to say what he has to say he's the next guy in line next to Vince McMahon so he has to get in front of these things but this is BS because look I I I like what he said at the end they're working with Saudi Arabia to get the women on the card in future years to try to start some change but Look, you can't be at the forefront of a women's revolution. They've put the women out there loud and clear. This is a women's revolution. Everywhere we turn around, we're seeing the women's revolution, which I think is fantastic. It's the best the women have ever been treated in WWE. You can't have that and then have this huge WrestleMania type event and not have the women there as well it just doesn't sit right with me now i've seen some people say that you know new japan doesn't have a women's division and what have you and i think those are two completely different things like i'm not down with new japan not having a women's division as well so i'm not down with this either. i'm really not down with this you to a country where they suppress women and you go into a country where you're some of your biggest names can't even compete so I'm not down with this I mean I'm gonna watch the event, I'm gonna have some fun but I'm the type of person to where I think that the women should have a say in this so uh, at the least this should have been a special event uh, you didn't have to make it you didn't have to push it as the next Wrestlemania for goodness sakes, Wrestlemania 34 and a half or uh, and then they could have Put on this type of event at another country to where the women could participate so moving on we're gonna slide to WWE.com uh, so I'm scrolling through my Twitter timeline and I see that WWE.com has put a story up that was talking about controversial decisions that Paige could make as SmackDown General Manager. And so, it was a hypothetical piece. And so one of the first things they put up is WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. And how that would be a nice idea. So I'm about to get into this right now. So as for my opinion on WWE having Women's Tag Team Championships, uh, there's also been many more rumors Swirling around that it could come at SummerSlam But my opinion is that I would not like to see Women's Tag Team Championships not because I don't believe the women are talented enough to do it. I just do not trust the WWE Booking a Women's Championship feud and a tag team championship feud with number one contenders on both sides i just cannot see that going down well like for instance not that the booking did it bad but going back to TNA, they had women's tag team championships it was awesome at first but eventually what started to happen is that they didn't have the roster deep enough and both rosters started to eat away at, at each other yeah however many women going for the tag team championships and however many women going for the World, world title. So the roster was already thin, so you only had like a couple of feuds going and it wasn't really a lot of variety going back to back. And I see that happening with WWE and I just really do not see them putting these tag titles at the forefront like they should be if this were to go down. Eventually they would fall to the wayside and the only thing that would be important it's the fuse that will be going on for the world title so moving on another thing I was scrolling through on my Twitter at the time and Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler had their segment Drew McIntyre grabbed the mic and he does what Drew McIntyre does for quite some time now especially in 10 he went off had the Best promo of the night, it was the best best segment of the night in my opinion. And they debuted by beating down Titus Worldwide and event like right, right as they did it, people went to Oh man, that's the next Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And Man. I'm about to just start the clock right here. That is just hilarious. <laughs> you guys killed me. But I, I understand why you would say that. I understand you look at them and you say, okay, that's the next Shawn Michaels and Diesel. But the only comparison between Shawn Michaels and Diesel and Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre is that Dolph Ziggler can do a super kick and Drew McIntyre is very tall. That is it. Drew McIntyre is 10 times more talented than Diesel ever was. Diesel, uh, look, Kevin Nash did a very good job. He made a name for himself in WWE. He did a fantastic job as as Diesel. Don't get me wrong. But Drew McIntyre is just, wrestling-wise, just on a whole nother level. And Dolph Ziggler, too, like, no. I know you're not trying to compare him to Shawn Michaels. I say that he's Shawn Michaels in the ring. But I don't even think we could even make the comparison of the group that was Shawn Michaels and Diesel to Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler because it just does not make any sense whatsoever other than that he stall and Drew can do a super kick. I don't even see the personality out of Dolph Ziggler that would correlate to Shawn Michaels. It just does not work whatsoever. so I would really not like to see that comparison go down my timeline again but it's a free country everybody can make comparisons we all do I understand where you're coming from but I just do not see it whatsoever so now it's that time we are going to get into the breakdown of the WWE greatest Royal Rumble event so, you know, when I think about this, you think, what am I doing with my life? I'm about to sit down. The pre-show starts here at 10 o'clock. I'm about to sit down for six hours and watch the WWE Greatest Royal Rumble. Starting at 10 o'clock. Start your day with the WWE. That's the way they're marketing it now. And... I, goodness six hour event that, look i personally i'm calling it wrestlemania 34 one and a half that's basically what they're pushing it like they're pushing it just as much if not more than wrestlemania in the raws and SmackDowns. and the crazy thing is match wise it may end up being better than wrestlemania that's the crazy thing but uh, action wise i should say so let's get right on into this i'm not gonna waste any more time cruiserweight championship on the line cedric alexander versus kalisto uh, there are a lot of people that are saying that they would rather have somebody else that are that is more deserving the Kalisto. they'd rather have somebody else in there i can pretty much agree with that but Kalisto won the gauntlet match to earn the title shot against cedric alexander And I expect a good match here If they give it time I don't know if this is going to be on the kickoff show I'm pretty, I am pretty. don't even have to say I don't know if I'm pretty sure this is going to be on the kickoff show That is how they treat the Cruiserweights But in the end I expect a good match And your winner will be Cedric Alexander they, I mean they just put the title on him So why take it off now Against Kaliso of all people Cedric Alexander will win this match Also moving on We have The WWE Raw Tag Team Championships on the line. The vacated Raw Tag Team Championships on the line. The Bar versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt won the tag team eliminated to earn their way into this title shot and the bar are just getting their rematches they're invoking the rematch clause from Wrestlemania 34 when they lost to Nicholas so uh, looking at this match I expect a really good match the bar can work with pretty much anybody and Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt is good enough to move around the ring really well so I expect a really good well, I'm not going to say really good I expect a good match to come out of this here's the problem though with this uh, WWE Superstar Shake-Up, you look down this card and you say, well, man, shouldn't they have done the, the Shake-Up after this Greatest Royal Rumble or after Backlash? It makes everything kind of predictable. So looking at the Shake-Up, Bar and Sheamus are on SmackDown, and even before they went to SmackDown, I said that. WWE needed to put the titles on Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy or else why are they here so looking at those two things my winner is Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy the broken duo or the woken duo excuse me will win the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships so moving on we have the WWE Smackdown Tag Team Championships it will be the bludgeon brothers versus the usos the usos earned their way into this title match by defeating the new day in a rematch so we have this going here and this build-up has been pretty strange I thought the build-up has made the Usos look weak. Look, I really like Naomi coming down the first time. I thought it was okay; it was just fine. But the second time, the lights go off and Naomi is shaking on the stage, and it made the Usos look weak to get a win like that. However, Naomi shaking on the stage, and catching the Bludgeon Brothers' attention. It, it, I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense because hey, it's Naomi, but he made the Usos Usos look weak at the end of the day but as for the winners of this match well look since Naomi can't go to Saudi Arabia and get on the stage then look, the Usos are screwed so therefore the Bludgeon Brothers will win the match I expect an awesome match here all jokes aside and it's just too early to take the belts off the Bludgeon Brothers this is like uh, it feels like a predictable pay per view, but who knows? WWE might do some things just to just to swerve us just for the sake of it. So I'm gonna still go with the Bludgeon Brothers to win this match and retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So moving on, we have the United States Championship on the line. New United States Champion Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal debuted on Raw and he got. His, his United States Championship, excuse me, taken away by Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy became a Grand Slam Championship. He went to SmackDown, got moved in the Superstar Shake-Up to SmackDown, and here we are with this match here. Jinder Mahal is invoking his rematch clause, and I can't say that I'm particularly excited about this match. I mean, it's Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. I mean, uh, the first match they had was alright, I guess. But the real exciting part of the match was Jeff Hardy winning the title. So, I I don't expect a whole lot here. Uh, Jeff Hardy is on SmackDown with the United States Championship. The Intercontinental Championship is on Raw. So, I expect Jeff Hardy to win here and keep the United States title on SmackDown. And I expect a eh, decent match. It's gonna be on the main card. It's gonna be a decent match to Hardy wins. Moving on we have The Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match This has been quite the crazy build Pretty much the craziest build out of all of the matches And I mean when I say build I don't even mean on TV. I mean what's going on off, uh, behind the behind-the-scenes off the TV because Rusev was originally slated for this match and there was a lot of complaints that yeah here we go again Rusev about to take another loss to which I totally understood and all of a sudden Rusev goes on on TMZ talks about how he's gonna beat them to take it down Lana talks trash and then all of a sudden he's taken off the match and then Chris Jericho is put on and that caused a stir within the community and next thing you know Chris Jericho is taking off the match and Rusev is back on and at this point I really don't care let's just get this match on let's see the Undertaker I'm I'm happy I'm going to get to see the Undertaker I'm never mad at that but let's get Rusev out of here would be pretty funny if Rusev actually won but it's not gonna happen. Undertaker is gonna be your winner here. He is going to win the match. And I actually expect a good match. I don't expect a long match. I really think that Undertaker could've went longer than he than they had him win. That they had him win against John Cena at WrestleMania. So I expect this match to be a little longer than that. And I expect a good match for the time period that we have and Undertaker will be your winner. So, next up we have John Cena versus Triple H. And boy, you want to talk about a random match? Uh, this is as random as it gets here. And John Cena versus Triple H. There's not a whole lot I can go off of here. So, excuse me if I don't go too long. But Triple H is past it. Pretty much past his prime. Uh, well, no, actually, really past his prime. The last good match he had was against. Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. Now, you can throw Dean Ambrose in there, too, at Roadblock. That one was really good as well. But I'm not expecting a whole lot here. John Cena can still go. So, John Cena can carry him probably to a good match. As for your winner, and you know I have my theory. When in doubt, go with the face. So, I'm going to go with John Cena here to pull out the victory. Give the fans something nice and exciting. And I expect him to pull out the victory here so moving on we have the intercontinental championship ladder match uh this could be your match of the night we have seth rollins versus the Miz versus finn balor versus samoa joe like this is gonna rock the house i hope they give him like 20 minutes to just go The Seth Rollins versus the Miz versus Finn Balor was a fantastic match at WrestleMania, the three way. So I know you add Joe in there, it's really gonna get good and violent. And we throw a ladder, ladder in there to boot. So I expect a whole lot from this match. I expect it to be fantastic. And in the end, here we go with the superstars. Check up again, the Miz and Joe is on SmackDown and I really thought Finn Balor should have won the title at Wrestlemania but since Seth Rollins has the title now I don't really see a point in taking the title off of him this is this whole card is really like yeah, you, you arrive at these points to where it's very predictable but and this is another case of that but I do expect a fantastic matchup so I'm going to go with Seth Rollins to retain the Intercontinental title here at the WWE greatest Royal Rumble so moving on we have the WWE Championship match AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura low blow Nakamura hashtag knock nuts so we had the heel turn at WrestleMania which Shinsuke Nakamura and it's been quite the interesting turn to say the least I questioned it at first but I've got to say throughout time they've really built this thing up and they've done a good job with Shitsuke Nakamura the low blows are really funny and the speak no English with Renee Young that's really funny as well he's doing a good job with this they've turned over the music I talked about that on a recent YouTube video so check that out if you want so I expect, look, their WrestleMania match, people talk about how it was disappointing. Well, WWE, here's my take on that. WWE suppressed the match at WrestleMania. So it was disappointing. It was, it didn't live up. It was a good match, but it didn't quite live up to what we thought. But that's because I thought WWE suppressed the match. They just did not let them go all out. If they let them go all out, it will be a match of the year candidate and we'll see how it goes and we'll see the placement this time so we'll, we'll see how it all goes because look, we know Shisuke Nakamura can go we know AJ Styles can go they just need that time to go but in the end I expect AJ Styles well you know what this one has me questioning my pick actually because If AJ Styles wins here, there's no point in the heel Nakamura run. I mean, there's no point in continuing this feud. So, I'm going to switch my pick on the spot. Shinsuke Nakamura will win here, and he will become your new WWE Champion. And this feud with AJ Styles will go on. I don't know how long they'll stretch it out. But it will eventually go on and lead to a third match that will settle the feud. So, moving on, we have the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. And this is a random one, to say the least. Because... We have all these names here. I'm not going to go through all 50 names, and I'm sure that you don't want to hear me go through all 50 names. Uh, we have some uh, we have some nice names in there. Daniel Bryan, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio. Some really fun names. So it, it's going to be a fun match. My whole gripe with the thing is that the winner doesn't get anything but a trophy. Like, really? Like, how about throw something in there? Like, throw $100,000 in there. Uh, do something make it uh, to where they get a chance at some kind of title some kind of something to get me really invested into the match but uh, at the end of the day I expect a really good match really really good match that's going to lead down to the end and it's going to be fun so uh, as for my winner look Braun Strowman is in the match so with Braun Strowman in the match, uh, and the, with the momentum that he has going, uh, there's no reason not to put the—I the, to, to, was about to say—to put the title on the guy, but to give the guy the trophy. But uh, yeah, so at the end of the day, it could be a situation to where it comes down to Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. I think that would be fantastic are Brian and whomever but at the end of the day Brian Sherman will be your winner at the greatest Royal Rumble of all time so moving on we have after the embarrassment that was Wrestlemania we have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship and boy this is interesting to say the least now look, after that embarrassment at WrestleMania, I don't mean to say I told you so, but I told you so. WWE, I don't know where they're going. Where? What is Roman Creative? Hashtag blame creative. What are they doing with Roman Reigns? He looks like the most uninspired character that I've ever seen getting a world title shot. Ever. Ever. And... Like I say, that's on creative. Most of it is on creative, but some of that is on Roman Reigns. Like, show some kind of enthusiasm as the face. Like the first bit of enthusiasm that I seen him show was at the go home show when he just basically said it had a few lines. I'm coming for that belt, that build is mine, and I'm out of here. And that was that was it. That was as much enthusiasm as I seen him show the entire build to this great sword rumble. So looking at, and there's been no explanation, explanation as to why he's getting a rematch. And you can say that about Nakamura as well. But at least there's a backstory with Nakamura. He got a heel turn. Now the heel turn to AJ Styles ruined the moment, and I can see why AJ Styles would want him back to get his revenge. I don't see why Brock Lesnar would want to face Roman Reigns again. Roman Reigns didn't get the job done at WrestleMania 31. He got beat at WrestleMania 34 to a bloody Pope. What's enough for Brock to prove from Fabe standpoint? So, looking at this match, I talked about the story that I saw from cage, uh, cage side seats where they said that WWE is waffling on Roman Reigns that as to who will be the winner of this match, whether it be Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. And... <laughs> boy 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 that is so funny not from a reporting standpoint because case slash seats is cool but from a wwe standpoint look if you don't put the title on him now roman Reigns will lose every the little shred of credibility that I, that he has left the little strand shred that he has left it's all out the window i mean just at that point and I mean, even if you do put the title on him, you might as well just turn the dude heel at that point. If you don't put the title on him now. I mean, like, you put me through four years of this. Just put me out of my misery. It's gonna come back to Roman Reigns at some point. It might as well be now. Which is where we can actually get a full-time feud going with the universal title. So I uh, I'm telling you, Brock Lesnar walks out of that cage with the title So Help Me Goodness. And then so help me goodness if they have Roman Reigns win this match via escape the cage out of all of that if they have Roman Reigns escape the cage I'm I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna talk about something post well once this is over post uh, the event if he escapes the cage oh uh, I'm going to talk about that. So in the end as for my winner. I'm gonna go with the safe pick again, the safe pick didn't work at WrestleMania, but I don't see how they have Roman Reigns lose this match. I cannot comprehend what they would be thinking if Roman Reigns were not to win this match. So I'm going to go with Roman Reigns as your winner to win this match and to regain the Universal title in Saudi Arabia at the Greatest Royal Rumble and on a side note, I expect Roman Reigns to get a warm reception, but what if, the, <laughs> what if the people in Saudi Arabia boo him or give him a mixed reaction? Did WWE ever think about that? Like, that's in the back of my head. What if that ever happened? That would be ridiculous. I would definitely come on and talk about that if that happened. But I expect him to get a warm reaction, although WWE could have planned this out better because Raw is going to be in Canada after this. And look Canada about to give Roman Reigns business that's just that's just it is what it is they gonna give Roman Reigns business come Monday I can't wait to see that what Canada does but overall I'll be watching this greatest story rumble event I will be live tweeting it as well so feel free to follow me on both of my accounts at 2sweetpot and at B. and I hope you enjoyed this Break down, tell me down below what did you what do you think about the greatest royal rumble? Do you have your picks? What are your picks down below? Tell me in YouTube, in Castbox, on Twitter, whatever you got. Let me know. And I will definitely respond.